Crime Report, ladies and gents. Uh, that's right. Sponsored by the Crime Stoppers in Suffolk. 1-800-220-TIPS-220-8477. That's where all calls are indeed kept confidential. A monetary reward of up to $5,000, sometimes more, uh, issued for info that will lead to an arrest. In particular cases, of course, the Sarge, Joe Jackalone, he has... Uh, been at it all. Retired Sergeant NYPD, of course, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad, is current adjunct professor at John Jay College, author of the Criminal Investigative Function, a guy of new investigators, fourth edition, five soon to come, and of course, a highly decorated member of the NYPD back in the day, including the most notable Department of Valor, a best-selling author, the Cold Case Handbook, fantastic, and uh, also a uh, host of his uh, YouTube uh, uh, channel special regarding the uh, Gilgo Beach uh, serial killings. Great guests all throughout the aforementioned Sarge. Joseph, how are you? Good morning, Jay. How are you? All is good, my friend. Let's get into a couple of things. How about this, Joe? Uh, the subway vigilante. Well, he was arrested for opening fire during a robbery attempt uh, in a uh, Manhattan subway station. Uh, but uh, that's where cops found this 43-year-old John Rowe from Queens, was sitting at his work desk around 2 in the afternoon Wednesday, uh, and all in all, they collared him without a struggle. How about this whole situation, a subway vigilante, Joe? Yeah, we never heard that one before, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, what's old is new again, and this is something that we've talked about now for a long time. That when, when the state or the government fails to provide proper and adequate security, People will take it upon themselves based on the perception of what is happening, and this is exactly what we're seeing now. And this is not good. And you got to remember, the, the fund, the police crowd, the abolitionist crowd has been saying all along that we don't need the police and that the citizens will take care of things. And I've been trying to warn them that this is what you're going to actually end up with, right? So it, it's going to be a major problem. Uh, I'm just going to be interested in see how this turns out, because if it turns out that he did prevent this robbery of this woman. It'll be interesting to see how the district attorney handles this. No question. No question. And it all comes down to district attorneys. Uh, Sarge, you and I discuss it uh, all the time, and you are 100% right. It's almost like an entrance way for many uh, to do as they wish uh, because uh, we are the wild, wild west east, and that's what has occurred over the last uh, several years. Uh, so uh, we will uh, certainly... Uh, keep an eye on that as uh, well as uh, the Gilgo Beach serial killer Rex Yerman, I guess, received a visit midweek, uh, Joe, from his estranged wife. Uh, first time that Asa Elrup, who filed from, for divorce from him, uh, was actually there at, uh, at the jail. I mean, everybody's making a big deal about this. Uh, uh, listen, it is what it is, but... Uh, anything with Yorman in the uh, situation at hand, uh, it's going to make some news. Uh, but uh, that is the latest, of course, all, all concentrating on it. Listen, the whole thing with the guns and everything else, they're going to use that as evidence. That's no surprise there either, right? No. You know, it's a, we'll, we'll, hold, we'll, we'll handle the second part first. Yeah, we spoke about the guns a couple of times. And if you recall, I said that they're not getting the guns back, right? I mean, they're going to be, especially the handguns are going to be tested. And especially after... Uh, John Ray had his press conference and saying that there was a uh, witness that is now signing affidavit saying that that um, Rex allegedly had a handgun and, and threatened her with it and everything else and then fired the gun off too. So we we figured as much that this wouldn't happen, but now they're being sent to Nassau County to get their uh, testing done. I think it's forty two 
handguns are being going to be sent to Nassau County now to be to be tested. So that's that's something that um, should be no big surprise. Now, your ex-wife visiting you in prison, um, you know, it could be just like you know where where is the money kind of thing. What's going on with this or what's going on with that? Um, the lawyer uh, was it Rob Mastino there? He said that no yeah. one had actually told everybody. So this is not a, like they weren't trying to make a secret out of this. They weren't trying to do some clandestine operation to get her to see it. So the, the, her lawyer himself did come forward and said that, you know, he went to go. She went to go visit him. Uh, you know, I don't see it as a big deal. Yeah, she divorced and this and that, but there could be some pertinent details of, of information that um, she needed in order to be as a, you know about bank accounts or passwords for for you know internet things. So I'm not really. You know, like you know, raising the red flag, yeah, that's just something wrong. But you know, everybody has their eyes on Asa now, right? Everybody's watching yeah. every move, and um, you know, this is what happens. By the way, I didn't want to start anybody. Something uh, fell off my council here, so uh, I apologize <laughs> for that noise. But uh, listen, it is what it is, and the beat goes on. We'll see what happens during the next court hearing starts. So uh, that's what's in play. We are still awaiting word. As far as, uh, you know, that fourth woman, Maureen Brandon Bonds, uh, with uh, uh, certainly the spotlight on Yorman. Now, with that being said, uh, Ed Romaine wins the county executive spot. Uh, Joe, on uh, Tuesday night, annihilated in a landslide win over Dave Colon. So, you know, the news regarding Ronnie Harrison, who decided to step away. And then he said, you know what, wait a minute, I'll hold on till December. Uh, but all in all, they'll, there will be a new person uh, running the police department in Suffolk County, Sarge. Yeah, and talking about uh, having the whole world watching what you're going to do, right? I mean, people think, like, you know, Suffolk County, what's the big deal? Nobody's watching it. But because of the long serial killer case and the breaking news that has been happening and the arrest that has been made, this is an international story. And everybody's now, everybody knows that uh, Commissioner Rodney Harrison is leaving. And everyone believes, uh, as well as I do, that he's done a, a terrific job so far. So, the, you know, the new incoming county executive is going to have a lot of eyes on his, what he, what he called a blue ribbon panel, uh, to, to decide on who they're going to choose. Uh, I hope they bring in somebody that is a lot of police experience, uh, in, including a lot of investigative experience, because we saw that with Rodney and we saw how well it worked. They need somebody to be able to pick up this case and, you know, like basically a handoff kind of thing, saying, here, this is it's going in the right direction. Just bring it into the end zone. And that's what you hopefully that they pick. Um, you know, I might be a little biased per se, but I don't want to see them pick another Fed because, you know, federal agents, they're great and old and do what they do. But police work is entirely different. You know, doing doing, uh, you know, the, the job of a cop and a detective work is totally different. And I think they need somebody who understands the culture, who understands how things work behind the scenes. And we, we saw a couple of federal agents, I think, had a really tough time with, with the Suffolk County police culture. No doubt. The Sarge with us, Joe Jacklow in the Crime Report. Uh, Joe, let's uh, go to the news that came out. The PBA president stepping away, talking about Noel DiGiralmo. The longtime uh, president, very powerful PBA Joe, as you know, politically that is too, uh, leaving 28 years as an officer, 13 as president of the department's largest uh, police union. Uh, and during his tenure, you know, they did a lot. They negotiated a lot of record compensation packages for its members. 
and certainly have made them one of the uh, among the highest paid police officers in this country. Um, you know, listen, they've been known as a political kingmaker for so long. In fact, endorsed Ed Romaine as far as the county executive spot. And, uh, you know, they've got action committees and everything else. You know, they are quite an organization that Deidre Alamo has led. Uh, any surprises here? Yeah, well, not really, per se. I mean, he's been around for a long time, but um, <clears throat> the the organization, like you said, is a political powerhouse. I mean, it has its own, like, pack, right? Uh, I mean, it's just um, the same people that have been around now for a long time. Maybe change is good. Uh, maybe the, you know, the kind of thing. But, you know, the new incoming executive talked about filling 51 detective spots, and he, you know, he needs to hire more cops. And so, you know, I don't. I, I agree with all that. So you know, the the union I know has gotten a bad reputation in regard to some of this political stuff. But hey, um, you know, Suffolk County has been you know is turning the corner on this stuff. So I, I look at it as he's done a good job. Uh, you know, like I said, you just hope the next uh, male or female that enters the uh, that position continues to do the good work for Suffolk County. Yep, no doubt. The Sarge with us, uh, the crime report. Joe, a couple of uh, brazen heists. As uh, cops in Nassau are busy looking for the suspect, a jewelry, one of those smash and grab deals, happened yesterday at Macy's right here on the island of Garden City. Uh, it's the latest in a string of incidents, Sarge, at the mall. Uh, talking about the uh, Roosevelt Mall, including another yep. Macy's heist. That was last summer. And uh, they're seeking a guy described as, uh, as someone in his mid-20s, black male, maybe wearing a mask and gloves. But uh, uh, now you've had a string of these, and uh, you got to be on the lookout. Absolutely. And we know the malls have been, um, you know, preparing for the holiday season, and they're bringing out all their their stuff. Um, and this is prime season for that kind of stuff. And we've seen a lot of smashing grabs in the city. We're starting to see them out on Long Island. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been fighting a bad science infection, sorry. And then, you know, there have been, um, you know, a lot of instances where maybe carrying over from in, in the city in Queens and specifically and, and coming out into Long Island. And I wouldn't be shocked if when they find these individuals that have been responsible for this string, that uh, they live within the five boroughs and not on Long Island. Yeah, no question. Something you have to be on look at, especially this time of the year, Joe, holiday season. We know what happens as far as uh, that. Uh, is concerned the Sarge with us uh, in the crime report. I want to get your take on a couple of things regarding uh, Governor uh, Kathy Hochul, Sarge. Uh, she is now touting uh, an improvement in overall crime trends across the state from the first six months of this year compared to the first six months last year. Now, speaking at some safety conference, I think it was yesterday, she announced that violent crime outside of New York City dropped by 6% in the first six months of this year. And Hochul said the city has made significant progress uh, in that same stretch of time. Uh, what was it? Five of the seven serious crime categories reporting declines every week. Governor commends law enforcement's progress, tackling a rise in car thefts uh, due to a, a viral social media challenge. She's also focused on combating, you know, a rise in these uh, in as we what we just discussed these this rise in brazen retail thefts. Um, you know. And again, my immediate reaction, Saj, is the fact that, you know, she's trying to tout something 
but not the overall picture. You know what I mean? It's like the overall picture is not great, Governor. Okay? And the reason why it's not great is because of policy. Policy and bail and the fact that people who commit uh, crimes are let out on the street an hour and a half later. And until we cement that aspect of things, then we could talk. But this type of stuff, I'm not really buying. Well, because we're a PG-13 organization here, I'm going to just say this is nonsense. Yeah, the numbers say that at the moment, but even New York City is pretty much flatlined. It's down 1% for the year. Uh, it doesn't take into consideration. As, listen, her view on this is myopic, and the reason why it's myopic is because it makes her look like things are going well. But if you look, like you said, go to the two-year picture where crime had taken a 30% surge, we're still up 29% over those two years. So if people of New York think that everything is fine and, and we're, we're doing good, we've, we're stuck with a 30% increase from two years ago. That is, looks like that is the new plateau. So anything that comes out of this is going to be either um, another leg higher or just about remaining the same. And, and I made that prediction, if you recall, Jay, at the beginning I of the year. I know you did. Yeah. And it's we, we are we are at that stage now where I think the next leg is up because we haven't made any strides uh, against that thirty five percent increase. I'm sorry, it just doesn't look that way to me. And by the way, uh, I'd love for her to state in the same sentence. You want to go into shoplifting here? How about shoplifting sure. surging to around I think it's sixty four percent New York City. And Joe, that's the most of any city in this country over the past four years. This was a study that was released. How about we get into that aspect of things? Okay, what do we do with shoplifters, Joe? What do we do with shoplifters? You know what? We give them a slap on the wrist and say, hey, see you later. Or maybe back in the days of the Blasio, why don't we, why don't we give them a visa card for them to return for a hearing? I mean, come on. Like I said, when people start touting statistics and how great they're doing, you always always raise an eyebrow and, and look further into the details, or at least ask people who can say, well, if if you were going to say something good, what would you say? And if you were going to say something bad, what would you say? And that's that's basically what people need to do. No question. The Sarge with us. Um, Joe, do you believe the governor could be considering bail changes in the wake of uh, all these you know, anti-Semitic uh, threats. There was a report yesterday. I don't know if I'm going to buy that, though. I, I, I don't believe anything that, that, she's, that she says. It's just because this is now the, the next um, fire that's put out, right? We've seen anti-Semitic uh, hate crimes go up through the roof, and I've been chiding her and other officials on Twitter saying, well, yeah, and guess what? You can still can't be held on bail for a hate crime in New York City or New York State. So there you go, right? So hate crimes, handguns, all the problems that we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, firearms discharges by by perpetrators and people shot and killed, uh, and now we have hate crimes on the list. You know, it's like you're always, it's like you're always putting out a fire here and a fire there instead of actually fixing the problem. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. Uh, but... Uh... You know, again, it's the expansion of storylines here that you do not uh, hear. The Sarge with us, a couple of minutes left. Sarge, there was a shooting uh, midweek. A North Belpore man was gunned down, happened uh, right on the streets of Mastic. 
on uh, election night, a night as uh, police responded to a home on the Puspatuck Reservation uh, of uh, a report of a man who had been shot. That's why they found this guy outside a residence with a wound. He was pronounced dead at uh, a local hospital, uh, but uh, they're trying to piecemeal here. We don't know much more than this, correct? Yeah, correct. The, the, the police department always says that the suspect is on the loose and that they were, um, you know, that they've been looking for him. But one thing we learned about Suffolk County over the years is that they um, seem to, on these kind of cases, pull a rabbit out of a hat. They don't really tell too much information to the media, and then within a few days they announce an arrest, <clears throat> which is actually uh, a decent way of trying to handle this stuff when you're afraid that the guy is going to run to another state or go, you know, go. It, to hide on you, so keeping people guessing, and I think that's what is going to happen here. Yep, Sarge with us with the uh, crime report. Joe, here's a stat, and it's alarming, but you know, with all that's it's uh, going on in the Middle East, bias crimes targeting Jewish people in the city have increased in October. I think it was 214 percent over the same period a year ago. Uh, unbelievable. You know, you look at October, there were almost 70 bias incidents against Jewish people. I think it was 22 for the same month in 2022. How sad is that? Well, it's it's not shocking because it's always been the number one hate crime, not only in New York, but also in America. So it, it's not, you know, to somebody like myself who has studied this and, and, and gone through all the different things, hate crimes against Jewish people have always been at the top. It just seems as if now it is is getting um it's getting really bad and unfortunately because of policies like no bail i think it really exacerbates that problem and then the issue that really comes down to is i think that new york city and other places are really a powder keg right now between you watching people tearing down signs and, and now people are confronting them and it's it, something terrible is going to happen jay it's just uh, unfortunate but that's where i see this heading unfortunately god forbid you know, God forbid, folks, but uh, the problem is when you have open borders and everything else going on in this country uh, and you have uh, 8 million people that have been let into this country uh, and who knows how many of those are vetted, I would say a very small percentage, anything goes, anything goes. And when you have unrest uh, as what is going on right now in the Middle East, you're going to have this. And that's why these demonstrations and everything else. Uh, have come into play in a big way. So uh, tough times uh, indeed. I do want to warn folks, and Joe, you know, you got the holidays and everything else. Uh, there have been a lot of incidents, uh, especially in Nassau. You got porch pirates stealing packages. There was a string of uh, FedEx thefts from residential porches. That was over a two week period in October, and a lot of it caught on surveillance. Massapequa, Massapequa Park, Wanto especially. So the recommendation is that people who send expensive gifts gifts do so via signature verification. That's key. Or by sending to a workplace address to keep packages safe. Cops urging anyone with info on recent porch thefts to please call the, the Crime Stoppers. And that's 1-800-244-TIPS. That's good advice, Joe. Signature. Yes. Um, I, I do know check. Uh, you know the check washing that has uh, certainly been a massive trend, unfortunately. Uh, and the, the the thing is, you got to be careful. If you're home, get your mail right away. If if not, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. 
Well, and you can also use things like the Amazon locker and those kind of things when you're having stuff even delivered to your own home instead of having it sit on the front stoop all day long. Just have it go to a location not too far from your home, and you can pick it up, and you can avoid all these problems, too, that you're going to have. Yep, no doubt about it. There's now the Sarge has a couple of things going. He's got a lot always going for him, but uh, <laughs> he's got the book out, which is still doing phenomenal. It's it's a bestseller, uh, and if you haven't picked up a copy of the Cold Case Handbook, you're missing a lot. And especially, and I say it all the time, especially with with Gilgo and everything else, you want to get a copy of the Cold Case Handbook. How's it doing? It's doing. Uh, we're doing excellent, um, and I'll be back in april for the hamptons who've done it i was just invited to come back we're going to need to do uh, a whole thing on cold cases and we'll probably mention stuff about gilgo we won't be talking about gilgo directly but we'll be doing some tie-ins let's just put it that way uh there's a lot of you know great guests that are going to be coming out there so i'm looking forward to doing that again out in the hamptons and uh this weekend i have uh gil carrillo on the show and, and for those that don't know he's a retired homicide lieutenant from the los angeles sheriff's department who caught richard ramirez the night stalker yeah so he's going to be on and we're going to discuss that but i have a i have a book lineup jay i have about uh, a dozen people now lined up from now through december up until january so it's kind of exciting that people are actually climbing on board and want to get on the show well you've earned it you've done yeoman's work and uh, you began the whole process way back way back Joe. that's how i found you too so uh great stuff Everything well-deserved, my friend. Uh, and again, how do people find that on YouTube, Joe? Where would they go? It's uh, just go to YouTube.com and then the at symbol and then my name, Joseph Jackalone. And there you, uh, go. you can find that. Or you can hold it. That's it. Easy All righty. The Sarge, the crime report, the book, the show. Wow. Good stuff, my friend. We'll talk soon. How's that? Sounds great, Jake.